All news. All for Texas. This is Texas News Radio. I'm Dennis Foley. Coming up, San Antonio's paid sick leave ordinance is again being delayed. An entire high school hangs up its smartphone. I'm ABC's Jim Ryan. The story is coming up. A Dallas Sheriff's deputy tasked with stopping looting in a tornado-damaged part of the city is accused of committing that very crime. And there's a lot less gas at the newest round of auto reveals. This is Texas News Radio from 5DKTSA and FM 1071. San Antonio's paid sick leave ordinance will not go into effect. December 1st, a state district judge has granted a temporary injunction, which puts the policy on hold as a lawsuit filed by a coalition of businesses makes its way through the court. Attorney Ricardo Cedillo says cities don't have the authority to force mandates like this on businesses. I believe the court saw that this is an area that this city council or any city council it's an area that they, they shouldn't be legislating. The judge also ordered that a date for a trial in this case be set as soon as possible. A man accused of throwing wooden blocks at passing cars has been arrested on a downtown San Antonio rooftop. Police say 47-year-old Arturo Romero was suspected of selling narcotics and was told to leave the Greyhound bus terminal on North St. Mary's Thursday night. Police were called when he got on the roof and started throwing wooden blocks at passing vehicles and pedestrians, breaking a window of a Greyhound bus. Officers arrested Romero and used a fire department ladder to get him down. He's charged with criminal mischief. Elizabeth Ruiz, KTSA News. Americans are commemorating the anniversary of President John F. Kennedy's assassination here in Texas. Today marks 56 years to the day since President Kennedy was shot and killed while riding in his motorcade through the streets of downtown Dallas. News reports rang out worldwide. It's not known for sure, but it is believed that President Kennedy has been shot. Several events to commemorate the anniversary are planned through the week weekend in Dallas, the Sixth Floor Museum, encouraging Americans to view a live webcam throughout the day. The EarthCam posted on the company's social media sites is positioned in the southeast corner window of what was the former Texas School Book Depository from where the president was shot. Clayton Neville, Dallas. The TSA is spicing its Thanksgiving travel news release with humor, subtly reminding holiday air travelers the do's and don'ts of carry-on bags. I'm Gary Nunn. TSA expects to screen nearly 27 million passengers, 4% more than last year. Rules for carry-on bags remain the same, and if notion or necessity strikes, TSA says it's okay to take a cooked turkey, stuffing, sides, desserts, even mac and cheese or green bean casseroles on the flight and hand luggage. Cranberry sauce in a can? That's okay, too. A bottle or two of wine, though, must be tucked in checked bags. However, when it comes to bringing that bottle of drinking water on board, don't. Gary Nunn, CBS News. KTSA AccuWeather. Partly cloudy and colder tonight. Low 38 in the Hill Country and 46 along the Riverwalk. Bright and sunny tomorrow. Pleasant tomorrow afternoon. High 74. Clear to partly cloudy and chilly tomorrow night. Low 37 in outlying areas. 46 in the city. For Sunday, mostly sunny and pleasant. High 75. To recap, colder tonight. Partly cloudy. Low 38 in the Hill Country and 46 along the Riverwalk. This is meteorologist Bob Larson with their KTSA Stephen Trufik AccuWeather Forecast. The White House and its allies are trying to determine their strategy regarding impeachment going forward. Senior White House officials on Thursday met with a group of Republican senators to figure out how to proceed during an all but certain Senate impeachment trial. Some lawmakers are pushing for a short trial to minimize political damage, while others want a long, drawn-out process for the president to be able to make his case that he did nothing wrong when it comes to Ukraine. This morning, President Trump told Fox and Friends he does want a trial. And as Delacroix 
Matera, ABC News at the White House. An FBI employee is under criminal investigation over conduct that dates the origin of the Russia investigation. The former FBI official who has not been identified is suspected of altering a document related to the 2016 surveillance of Carter Page, a former foreign policy advisor to the Trump campaign. We're told the alleged alteration had no material impact on the warrant targeting page, but it was referred by the Justice Department's Inspector General to John Durham, the U.S. attorney in Connecticut who has been tasked with investigating the origins of the intelligence that formed the basis of the Russia investigation. That's ABC's Aaron Katursky. Former President Barack Obama says Democrats need to chill out about the differences among the 2020 presidential candidates and focus on beating President Donald Trump. Obama said Democrats are not going to win just by increasing the turnout among people who already agree with them. He said the choice in 2020 is so stark that he doesn't care if voters don't agree on the eventual don't agree with the eventual Democratic nominee on every issue. A major social media company's ban on political ads is taking effect today. As soon as Twitter announced last month it would ban political ads from the platform, questions emerged about what that would entail. The social media companies tried to clarify ahead of the ban taking effect today and says anything referencing an elected or appointed official, a candidate, or a political party is not allowed. An immediate gray area is ads specific to issues. Twitter says it will allow ads about topics like the environment, but not anything calling for specific outcomes related to those topics. Twitter says it's moving quickly because the timing is urgent. Brian Clark, ABC News. This is Texas News Radio. Now that's customer service. I'm Deborah Norville with the Inside Edition Inside Report. Diana Chong left her car running when she stopped for bagels. She got back in her car and headed off for Pennsylvania to have dinner with friends three and a half hours away. But when she got to her destination, Diana realized she'd left her car keys at the bagel shop. She could turn the car off, but without the electronic key fob, she couldn't turn it back on. Vinny Prosha, the bagel shop manager, took it upon himself to drive the keys to her. And it took him six and a half hours to do it. Diana's grateful and says the bagel place has a customer for life. From the Inside Edition Newsroom, I'm Deborah Norville. Two Dallas County Sheriff's deputies have been arrested for looting a tornado-damaged store they were supposed to protect from looters. First, it was a single Dallas County Sheriff's deputy who was arrested for stealing merchandise from a Home Depot that was destroyed by a tornado last month. He had been hired to guard the store, but is accused of taking items, then returning them to other stores for cash and credit. Then came word of a second arrest. And apparently this arrest involves the supervisor, his immediate supervisor over in the traffic section. Sergeant Rebecca Evans has been taken into custody. Dallas County Sheriff's Deputy Raul Reyna says both face theft charges that could lock him up in state jail for two years. L.P. Phillips for CBS News, Dallas. A driver has been arrested after running a stop sign and crashing into a San Antonio police officer's cruiser on the city's west side. KSAT TV reports the driver of a sport utility vehicle T-boned the patrol car at around 12.30 this morning near West Martin and North Picoso Street, causing the officer's vehicle to slam into an abandoned home. The officer was treated on the scene for a head injury and the driver of the SUV was taken into custody on outstanding warrants. California is now looking to follow Texas' lead in one area. Texas recently passed a law making the cyber sending of unwanted nude pics a misdemeanor with a $500 fine attached. Well, now California State Senator Ling Ling Ching wants the same law in California. She's the recipient of some unwanted explicit photos as when she was first elected to the state assembly a few years ago, she posted her cell phone number and invited constituents to send her some feedback. 
Well, she got more than feedback. She is now partnered with a dating app, Bumble, and will introduce a bill when the legislature returns in January that would also make the sending of unwanted nude pics in California a crime. Jim Roop, Los Angeles. More than 80% of adolescents around the world are not active enough. Adolescents everywhere aren't exercising enough, says the World Health Organization, who analyzed data from 298 schools in 146 countries and surveyed more than a million and a half adolescents. When it comes to gender, about 77% of boys and almost 85% of girls were insufficiently active as of 2016. In the U.S., 64% of boys were insufficiently active, with 80% of girls not active enough. Overall, Bangladesh youth had the best marks, while South Korea had the worst. Unihan, ABC News. This is Texas News Radio. My turkey and bacon chili. From the kitchen table in New York City, I'm Rachel Ray, and this is Rach on the radio. Dip into this savory supper. Brown off chopped bacon first and add ground turkey or chopped leftover turkey. Apples, celery, and onion. Lots of fresh thyme and some fresh sage, jalapeno pepper, garlic, molasses, soy sauce, and a fat splash of Worcestershire. Chili powder, mustard, paprika, cumin and coriander, and cardamom. Then we're going to add a little turkey stock and let this thicken up. For this recipe and more food tips, go to rachelrayshow.com. From the kitchen table in New York City, I'm Rachel Ray. The news never stops. This is Texas News Radio. San Antonio Spurs are looking to build a new practice facility and looking for some public money to help make that happen. San Antonio Express News says the team is looking at land in the northwest corner of the Loop 1604 Interstate 10 interchange near La Cantera and the Six Flags Fiesta, Texas. The property would include training facilities as well as research space for sports medicine. Bear County Judge Nelson Wolf said the Spurs could get a property tax abatement depending on how many jobs that project creates. The team also asked the city for money. No word on the prospects of them getting that money. Also no word on any sort of timeline for getting this project started. For the first time ever, the top choice for couples making their vows in Catholic Old Italy is no longer inside a church. For the first time ever here, the number of civil ceremonies has overtaken church weddings. Newly released stats show that last year in Italy, just over half of weddings were conducted inside town halls, registry offices, or other civil locations, and just under half took place inside churches. Fifty years ago, civil ceremonies made up just 2% of all marriages here in Italy. Last year, there were also 2,800 same-sex civil unions. That's after Italy legalized same-sex unions three years ago, one of the last European countries to do so. Megan Williams, ABC News, Rome. Hitting the road to go to Grandma's house for Thanksgiving? Well, a new study shows your car is a living germobile. Research done for an Expedia car rental company found steering wheels to be four times more germy than a public toilet seat and six times more cruddy than your cell phone. Cup holders came next, followed by seat belts, the inside door handle, the gear shift, and the audio volume knob, with automobiles packing more than 200 infected bacteria per inch. Stopping for a fill-up, gas station pumps carry over 6,000 times the bacteria than a building's elevator button and more than 11,000 times the germs of a communal potty. And restaurant menus, especially ones covered in plastic, are also germ-laden. The solution? Carry disinfectant wipes wherever you go.
I'm Ann Cates. If you've ever complained that an NFL ticket is too expensive, try to make your way to Washington, D.C. this weekend. The Washington Redskins are having a terrible year. They're just 1-9 following a loss to a very bad New York Jets team last week. Things are so bad that anyone who wants to go to a Redskins game this Sunday can score tickets for just 4 bucks on a website like SeatGeek. In last weekend's game, the team's radio broadcaster Larry Michael hinted at how badly they've been playing. 34-3 to is the score. Jets comfortably in front in this one. Redskins is trying to find a way to get in the end zone to break the drought. 16 quarters without a touchdown. As for Sunday, D.C. hosts the Lions. Matt Piper, CBS News. This is Texas News Radio. CBS Eye on Veterans from ConnectingVets.com In the YouTube documentary Vets Grow, filmmaker Matt Grimshaw teaches veterans how to successfully grow their own medical marijuana. And he also reveals just how misguided U.S. policy on cannabis and veterans has been. Yeah, this is a fight that's been going on for 100 plus years. But really it got deep when uh, Nixon first created the scheduling list. And I don't think even anyone that's that's anti-cannabis, if you've read what Schedule 1 the description of Schedule 1 is there's no way you can put cannabis in that category with heroin and crack cocaine. It's just completely ridiculous. I'm Phil Briggs from ConnectingVets.com for CBS News. The big Los Angeles auto show opens to the public today, and the big automakers are showing off what they've got in the nation's biggest car market. As the U.S. automakers abandon or cut back on sedans, foreign makers like Toyota and Nissan are here saying they will not follow Ford's lead and end sedan production. Toyota's Jack Hollis. Toyota is doubling down. On our sedans. Toyota is here unveiling new all-wheel drive models of its sedans. Auto Traders Brian Moody says there's still a huge market for cars. I think getting rid of sedans is a big mistake. Ford is focusing on its new plug-in Mustang crossover, the Mach-E. Alex Stone, ABC News at the LA Auto Show. Meanwhile, Tesla CEO Elon Musk's long-awaited reveal of its electric pickup truck, the Cybertruck, received a lot of negative comments on social media over its two cracked shatterproof windows and an odd design. So I present to you the Cybertruck. Starting at $39,900, it can outrace a Porsche, immediately gaining attention online for its radical metallic look. Doesn't look like anything else. On Twitter, users writing, finally, Elon Musk made the car I always drew when I was five. Another writing, it immediately reminded me of the Homer Simpson car, and I can't believe that this isn't an April Fool's joke. That's ABC's Rebecca Jarvis. Chinese President Xi Jinping says Beijing wants to work for a trade deal with the United States, but if necessary, will fight back. She told a visiting U.S. business delegation that China holds a positive attitude toward the trade talks, but she told the group, which included former Secretary of State Henry Kissinger, that China has to take care and avoid any drastic mistakes and protect its own interests. Beware the source of your holiday decorations. Many Americans are getting ready to decorate their homes for the holidays, but hopefully the supplies don't come from a national forest. Authorities in Oregon say they arrested two men who were found in a vehicle carrying 3,800 fur boughs taken from the Willamette National Forest. Marion County Sheriff's deputies learned the boughs were intended to be used commercially for creating holiday decorations. The two men were charged with unlawful cutting and transport of special forest products. Pam Coulter, CBS News. KTSA Entertainment.
Harrison Ford is returning to TV. He's set to star in an adaptation of the French docuseries The Staircase. Ford's last TV role was in 1993's The Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. Vegas is betting on Taylor Swift to take home Artist of the Year at Sunday's American Music Awards. Cyber gambling site sportsbetting.ag has Swift ahead of Ariana Grande, Halsey, Post Malone, and Drake. Celebrating an E.T. birthday today, Halloween star Jamie Lee Curtis is 61. Avengers star Mark Ruffalo is 52. And which Marvel star is engaged to Saturday Night Live weekend update host Colin Jost? That would be Scarlett Johansson, who today turns 35. This report brought to you by CBS Audio. For more entertainment, news, sports, and lifestyle features, go to cbsaudio.com forward slash podcast and explore all that CBS Audio has to offer. From the Entertainment Tonight newsroom in Hollywood, I'm Kevin Frazier. In 2019, it seems like a revolutionary idea, a high school where cell phones are forbidden during the academic day. Before this year, Pace High School was pretty much like other campuses, every student talking or texting on a smartphone. Principal Tijuana Hudson saw it as a problem. How can we solve this cell phone epidemic here on our campus? The answer came in a special locking pouch that the kids are required to keep their phones in. After an adjustment period that felt something like withdrawal. The atmosphere has seemed more positive. Says student Matthew McKinney. Not having it for eight hours throughout the day, it changes. He says for the better. Jim Ryan, ABC News, Dallas. A hot tub display at an East Texas State Fair in September is the likely source of contamination, which led to a Legionnaire's disease outbreak that's killed one person and sickened seven others. Officials in Tyler have closed the convention center where the state fair took place. And the Tyler Morning Telegraph reports officials plan to remediate the convention center's plumbing system. This is the second outbreak linked to a state fair in the U.S. this year. Officials in North Carolina say four people have died and nearly 100 more were hospitalized after contamination also linked to a hot tub display at a September state fair there. Legionnaires is a flu-like illness contracted when infected water vapor is inhaled. Even though the White House announced a plan two months ago to ban the sale of most flavored e-cigarettes, there has not been forward progress on that front. President Donald Trump met today with stakeholders to weigh what steps to take to curb vaping by adolescents. KTVT-TV reporter Brooke Katz has more on the harmful effects of vaping. This might be terminal. Dr. Mark Cook with JPS Health Network in Fort Worth says he expects to see more cases of so-called popcorn lung. The disease got the nickname from microwave popcorn factory workers who developed it after breathing in a chemical found in certain flavoring. And according to the American Lung Association, the chemical can be found in some e-cigarette cartridges. Normal people can breathe in oxygen and exhale CO2. These people are not able to do that as effectively. The disease results in scarring of the tiny air sacs in your lungs, thickening and narrowing your airways. The word of the year is actually two words. You've heard it plenty lately. A resolution declaring a climate emergency in the city of New York. This house must declare an environment and climate emergency. The Oxford Dictionary has chosen climate emergency as its word of the year. It defines the term as a situation in which urgent action is required to reduce or halt climate change and avoid potentially irreversible environmental damage resulting from it. Oxford says use of the phrase climate emergency climbs steeply over over the course of 2019, becoming 100 times more common than it was the year before. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. KTSA AccuWeather. Colder tonight and turning out partly cloudy. Low 38 in outlying areas, 46 in the city. Plenty of sunshine tomorrow after a chilly morning. Very nice tomorrow afternoon. High 74. 
clear to partly cloudy and chilly tomorrow night. Low 37 in the Hill Country and 46 along the Riverwalk. Mostly sunny on Sunday with a pleasant afternoon. High 75. Very camp colder tonight. Partly cloudy. Low 38 in outlying areas. 46 in the city. This is meteorologist Bob Larson with your KTSA Stevens Roofing AccuWeather Forecast. Texas News Radio is a production of 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Get news anytime online and stay connected at KTSA.com.